0: For uh, listening to this week's edition of Sound Judgment, my name is Sam Tonning, and we have
1: Harris Anderson. Harris,
0: how are you doing?
1: I'm doing all right, my friend. How are you?
0: Uh, I'm going a little crazy during this fucking pandemic quarantine. you a little cuckoo cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, if you know what I mean, man. I'm drinking myself silly. I'm wearing blue sweatpants.
1: Okay. That kind of sounds like your regular routine.
0: I'm not a Smurf. What am I doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? You know, it's like yeah. I don't have a white goddamn beard. Okay, whatever, bro. I'm in Vancouver in my apartment. I'm playing with a big wooden stick right now. Uh, no innuendo. It's actually a wooden piece, a wooden rod. I have to work out knots in my legs and in my butt. A what? Um,
1: you, you know, like you a, hit-
0: a fo- you know a foam roller.
1: Yes, this is a wooden roller.
0: It's a wooden roller to, you know, it serves a dual purpose. I can, like, roll it over my muscles and shove an hand up my butt.
1: Yeah, well, I heard that the first time. I just wanted to know what you were doing to your legs with it. (laughs) I I heard the the thing about your your butt.
0: We don't have a guest this week.
1: No, we're not allowed near anyone. No one is, I guess.
0: We're not even near each other. Where are you?
1: I'm in beautiful, uh, I'm in God's country, Vancouver Island.
0: Well, God's country, it's, it's definitely not Nanaimo on Vancouver Island. Are you up in, like, Cumberland or something?
1: I'm in the north part of the island.
0: You know what, Harris? You don't have to tell exactly where you live.
1: Well, I don't have the GPS coordinates. I'm, an, I'm, an, I'm in the—let's uh, <laughs> just keep going.
0: No, just fuck it. you can say it. No one's going to look <laughs> up that you're staying with your parents. I no just don't want <laughs> no one cares. Here's the I, thing. I I'm we're in, keeping the Col- fucking in Just like I, I'll tell you right now I am downtown Vancouver at That's the great. corner of Butte and Harrow. No one's going to look for me. That's great. 84 Butte Street.
1: That's great. I just get antsy about revealing my exact location. I don't like it.
0: Saying you're in fucking Comox or the Comox Valley is not your exact I'm in the location. Comox Valley. You're happy? Thank you. There's like 100,000 people who live in that valley. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone knows the Andersons. It's a really unique name. Are you happy? <laughs> no, I'm going crazy, dude. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I already told you I'm banging myself with a wooden rod.
1: Yeah. Wow. Normally
0: it's flaccid.
1: Oh, man. I, I, I miss having a guest already. <laughs> it's, it's just, this is just
0: <laughs> we're, well, full frontal to. We're trialing this, uh, online platform so we can get guests and today, uh, plans a little different. We're not going to debate anything. Uh, we're going to actually talk positively about some music for a change. Yes. Uh, why don't you introduce, uh, the artist and album that we just want to examine?
1: Well, yeah, you put it to me. Uh, you, you're asking what, what's an album of the last five years you've enjoyed a lot. And, um, I've actually, this is, I'm not bragging. I've only bought two albums from the last five years.
0: I don't know if that would, anyone would ever think that's bragging.
1: Well, I didn't want to sound like a hipster, you know, because it's not like I, I don't, it's not like I don't as a rule listen to modern music. I just, I just, I, I, I don't know. For whatever reason, I only bought, I used to buy a lot more and keep up with more, with music more, but the last two, the last, I've bought albums, more yeah. more albums than that. But the last, of the last five years, I've only bought Two hours. So you so, stopped
0: since Arcade Fire wasn't cool.
1: I never liked Arcade Fire. Uh, anyways, the, well, the record I enjoyed most was uh, What's the Broken Hearted Do by mm-hmm. Tim Heidecker. Who by Tim most Heidecker. Pe- by Tim Heidecker, who most people probably know as Tim from the comedy duo Tim and Eric.
0: Yeah, and here he is uh, producing, I think it's what, his third record?
1: Um, well, he's, uh, I think it's his fifth. This is probably the, the second one that's supposed to be, uh, sincere. This is the second one. It's, it's not a joke album. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not, I mean, this, there are songs that they're meant, they're kind of humorous, but he's, it's actually trying to be music. And, uh, yeah, okay. I think he did a pretty good job.
0: So, okay. I mean, we can lay off the superlatives a little bit here and, uh, get to brass tacks I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I don't know um, what that just meant. <laughs> what the broken hearted do. This came out last year. Tim Heidecker, his own album. And do you know the uh, the label it's on?
1: Oh, uh, I can't remember. I don't know Jag what you are. Jaguar. Jag Jaguar. Jaguar, that's it. I knew it was yeah. an unusual name,
0: which was founded by Darius Van Armen.
1: Oh, Darius Van Armen.
0: I know. It's very cool, Uh, a record label I've never heard of.
1: Yeah, I think they do mostly indie stuff. I think it's probably an LA-based indie record label.
0: Kind of like 604 Records here, or Network. Kind of like
1: a a quality label, like 604 Records.
0: It's a great label filled with fantastic acts. Uh, What made you like this album the first time you heard it?
1: Well, uh, I, I'm i a huge fan of Tim and Eric. You know this. We, we saw Tim and Eric together live oh. <laughs> recently before, before the world ended. For your birthday, man. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. We were lucky that that happened when it did because two weeks later, the world was in absolute chaos.
0: Although, you know what? they The closing joke was yes. about... The Infectious disease, (laughs) yes, which they called
1: uh, which they called pork's disease. Pork's disease, pork's disease. They said it was pork's disease was ravaging the world.
0: Do you think that has anything to do with the country that has the highest per capita consumption of pork?
1: A lot of their stuff is very meat based,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Anyways, I love Tim and Eric, I like some Heineken a lot. I bought my brother. Uh, in Glendale Which was his first Serious musical effort uh, And my brother Said he really enjoyed it So
0: I think that's a great record too Yeah, yeah. and uh, Glendale yeah, it Came out within the past five
1: years Yes it did I actually haven't listened To In Glendale I've heard some tracks from it But um, When they When I heard he was doing Another one And then they dropped the single Which was uh, When I Get Up uh, Yeah I was immediately on board That's kind of my cup of tea
0: When I Get Up
1: Yeah, it's a very bouncy, Warren Zevon, Randy Newman-esque.
0: So I I listened to it today, and I left one note for when I get up. Second track off this album, very Beatles. Absolutely, and it's the songwriting. uh, You can really tell the like he took songwriting seriously, and. He studied the masters: Lennon McCartney, Warren yeah. Um I definitely get a little James Taylor-ish. You know that kind of mid seventies folk rock vibe for sure. Oh
1: sure, yeah. I think he's you know he's talked op- he's talked openly about how he's inspired by singer songwriters from the seventies. Mm-hmm. He's a, a guy that uh, probably wears his influences on his sleeve. He's obviously you know he's not trying to reinvent the wheel. The songs are very simple. They're very hummable, very basic melodies, but I think he really captures that kind of uh, that kind of era and that genre—the the seventy the seventies American singer songwriter. And uh, you know, people when they see when they hear that, oh, it's Tim Heidecker produced an out al- or made an album, they'll think it's a joke or, or something like that. Yeah, and it actually. <laughs> It is in a way because the whole song is a the whole album, rather is a concept album about a divorce that um, <laughs> he is supposedly going through. But actually, what it was was uh, some right wing trolls forged a uh, certificate of divorce with his <laughs> name on it. <laughs> Are you serious? It, yeah, 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 yeah. They started spreading this nasty rumor that his, he was his wife was divorcing him, so he ran with it and wrote an entire album about a fictional divorce. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so just, the whole <laughs> the whole album is a, is a is a response to trolls, Jesus basically.
0: Christ. It's kind of like deep state irony, right?
1: Yes. Yes, like, it is. It's so
0: Tim Heidecker. He it is. He came out with a... He was the lead in an independent movie a few years ago, uh, The Comedy. Do you remember watching that?
1: I love The Comedy.
0: It's insane. I haven't watched it in years, but I, I was just reminded of it doing some... Uh, research for this record, and holy shit! Like this is the album version of that, right?
1: Oh, really? I oh, I would I would argue. I'm not sure you I would know, call it know. that. No, I mean I I've described the the comedy to my friends so friends who haven't seen it as um, a slasher film with no bodies.
0: Oh yeah, cause he's a total. Because
1: uh, he is a sociopath. The character is a total sociopath. And why, uh, but why
0: I haven't. You talked to me about this movie.
1: I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I don't know. It's a very, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a a little scene movie. It's, it's, it didn't have a wide release or anything like that. So I'm always surprised. I I mean, I, I, I I was, I didn't think anyone else had watched it really. (laughs) I thought it had just kind of flown under the radar. It did. Um, Yeah. (laughs) It did. Oh, totally. And a lot of people hated it, which I like. I think Um, the
0: people who hated it were expecting something different, right? Like They didn't know Tim, they didn't know the screenwriter, yeah. or that or what they do mm-hmm. I mean anything with Neil Hamburger in it you gotta take with a grain of salt when it comes to series. Yes, you know, anything
1: Yes, <laughs> but it is quite a serious, uh, serious film in its own way I mean, I think Tim Honecker he's, uh, he's a man of uh, hidden depths I think he's a great actor as well and um, but yeah. what I would say is different about this record as opposed to that movie is that this record, even though it's based on essentially a lie, it's a fictional breakup. It's actually quite a uh, tender and touching uh, record. I thought it didn't really matter to me that he wasn't actually going through a divorce uh-huh. because I thought the songs were so well written and uh, it's a it Yeah, yeah, it's 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 simp- it's simple, well communicated emotions. Is what mm-hmm. I thought, and very relatable because well, everyone's been through yeah. it—something, some form of that.
0: What well, kind of made me think about why this was one of your favorite records? And I'm like, are you going through some kind of breakup from a long time ago still?
1: <laughs> you know, and I, I, I'm think <laughs> I think we all
0: are. I think all we all are too. Like yeah. I'm reading. Like, there's so many great turns of phrase in this that that kind of um, makes you realize that comedians understand language really well. You know, people whose goal is to make others laugh understand the power of language. Like, here's here's a line from Coffee's Gone Cold, which is a great song, right? And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, but the line, I'm just alone with my loneliness. I know that if only this song that I wrote for her, maybe she's heard it before, don't you think she'd come back to me? This idea that if she only heard this she'd come back right Mm-hmm. oh god that makes my heart break
1: yeah it's exactly and the record and the record is full of those those instances of of little lines that catch you mm-hmm. just but they're uh they're disarming and their simplicity and and uh and earnestness and you think you're still you're always kind of waiting for him to throw in some kind of uh you know bizarro turn of phrase like a, you know that he uses in Tim and Eric or something like that, but he, he plays it completely straight. I got you know? to
0: the last track and I thought "Life's Too Long" was just going to be about him killing himself, and that would be the great reveal that the album was all a joke. And yeah,
1: it was. no, like no, that <laughs> really shows no, how serious it was. Yeah, he's a consummate pro. He plays it to the very end. And yeah, uh, in doing right. so, he makes a perfectly valid uh, Heartbreak record. I think it's, you know, it's, uh, it's, I think it's, uh, it's totally valid in terms of, it doesn't feel like a, uh, even though it is a lie, it doesn't feel like. yeah. It. But take again, that's acting. It's basically, like, like, take the it's what? It's
0: acting. Uh, it is acting. You nailed it. It is. It's like watching him in Bridesmaids. Um, if you have this album and you... <sighs> Take out what? <laughs> what are you laughing he,
1: at? He was on screen for like uh, I think upwards of fifty seconds in Bridesmaids.
0: Yeah, but he had lines, and so that's better than both.
1: Of I don't us think he. Say. I don't think he had a line. Oh, it's better than both of them. Listen, if we're talking about <laughs> things that are, cast, <laughs> if we're talking about things that are outside our scope of accomplishments, I you'd, think you'd, Tim
0: you'd Heidecker actually had lines in uh, lines in Bridesmaids.
1: I don't remember. I think yeah, he, may have. he was
0: talking to people in it. But either way, the, my point <laughs> is that he is. A, you are a very, you are
1: the king of the of the weird digression that goes nowhere and just ends in somewhere awkward.
0: That's why I <laughs> am not a successful comedian.
1: Well, look who you're talking to.
0: Oh, I, I, I went through my computer today to try and free up space. I don't know exactly <laughs> why, and uh, and I came across a trove of old videos. Oh no! No, it was fine. It was like a lot of just recorded sets, right? Yes. And one about me buying a kiddush cup, which is whatever. Um. Oh. Uh, but one of the videos I had was from you playing piano at seven. Oh wow. Playing uh, the song where you meet your girlfriend's father.
1: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I stopped what? playing that one because uh, it wasn't getting laughs. laughs.
0: Oh, it's hilarious though. It's like you can pull that out, man. That's so funny. I, I laughed the whole way through it.
1: Oh, I remember doing it at a corporate gig and uh, just people well, kind of staring I, at I me. Mean. <laughs> I mean,
0: uh, what was? <laughs> Haven't you done a whole string of corporate gigs over the past couple years that have just felt like death?
1: No, no, for the most part they've been okay. You're the, the only worst.
0: comedian who has been able to say that.
1: No, I yeah, I don't know. So the worst... I've had some of the... Uh, this is a digression, but who cares. Uh, I, uh, over the past, I would say, six months, I've had the, the worst bombs of my, uh, my, uh, my, my time in stand-up. And they've all been local. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah which uh, which is stung particularly. Uh, but uh, yeah, anyways, that. anyways. You,
0: you, you can't go from winning the yaku last year to being a killer. <laughs> it's God's way of punishing you for some no good reason.
1: What were we talking?
0: <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, the it really does it's a great song yes it is a great that. song also you oh no yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, oh i thought you were talking yeah. about tim Heidecker again
0: i had too but your song um I, <laughs> I watched another video of you this is devolved into harris material hour um your uh <laughs> your you horror movie to joke it? yeah of course i'm allowed to say it uh your horror, horror. movie joke right yeah uh, you used to have the Australian angle on it.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I used to... Yeah. Oh, I stopped doing that bit because uh, I forgot that there were so many dialect experts in the audience. (laughs) (laughs) And I got tired of people shouting out or coming out to me afterwards and being like, that was more New Zealand than Australia.
0: Why don't you shut the hell up? God. I... (laughs)
1: God, I hate people.
0: Yeah, they're the worst. I was watching one of my old ones and I I, I couldn't bring myself to completely watch it. Um, oh, it's, so,
1: uh, watching it's, yourself so, is the uh, worst.
0: It's from last, like, three weeks ago. No. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> on my Nanaimo joke, there was a line of, about fecal alcohol syndrome. And, yes. Uh, I, I forgot that tag. <laughs> I forgot. Okay. So and I just chuckled, and then I decided never to do it again. Um, <laughs> yes, Tim Heidecker. Yes. Coffee's gone cold. Great song structure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Starting off with the six-four feel, right? The kind of you know bouncy feel, and uh, has great like Let It Be era guitar in it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Did you listen to the record today?
1: No, but I, I have it on my phone and I've listened to it a lot in the last uh, few months.
0: Yeah. So it's it's yeah. all committed
1: to... Yeah, what's your what's your favorite song? Is it Copies Gone Cold? Or?
0: No, actually, that's a, a tough one. Um, I'm Not Good Enough, I think. It's a fantastic tune. And, and yes. And one that is probably the most kind of heartbreaking one but he's the prick you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i'm not good enough for you like we've all felt that it's like uh, sincere self-loathing but also the Mm -hmm. kind of revealing throughout that he's like lied to his partner by telling her he loves her when he doesn't Mm. Mm oh oh that hurts uh, yeah. yeah, it's probably my favorite one. But coffee's gone cold. When it switches to the Elton John, like four four at the end, that rocket, mm-hmm. you know, back minute. Yeah, I think that's very cool homage to the Ain't '70s sound. But, you know. but uh, the initial <laughs> question I was going to say is: Take the Beatles out of this. Who else do you hear? Who's what's the biggest influence on this record aside from the Beatles?
1: Uh, I'd say it's a tie between. Warren Zevon and uh, Randy Newman.
0: Randy Newman, good
1: call. I on hear that. a lot of Randy Newman.
0: I uh, thought Zevon all day.
1: Yeah, Warren Zevon for sure.
0: Yeah. Ali- uh,
1: the, the, the title, tra- uh, the, not the title track, the first track, Illegal. Could oh. He yeah. easily be a Zevon song.
0: It totally could. That kind of uh, total 70s <laughs> uh, synth sound, uh, just fantastic song. Yeah. Also, yeah. kind of, like, there are some modern bands that have that synth element to them as well. Like, are you familiar with Future Islands?
1: No. When you say that synth sound, are you talking to that, like, that synth note that's played throughout the whole thing, that bass synth chord uh, that they the hold? the keyboard playing... Uh, oh that Oh, the descending notes? The ba ba, ba, ba Those, no, those yeah, notes? exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Right? I'm not talking like fucking jump synth here, right? <laughs> no. What? No, like uh, Van Halen's Jump. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know. Because yeah. if it was that, this would actually have sold. But, um, I think it's a great record, top to bottom. No weak spot. Mm-hmm. But the weakest, and I will say it, um, is Insomnia.
1: Uh, yeah, I was probably gonna say that one too. Yeah, it's, uh...
0: it just doesn't fit.
1: It's, uh, well, you know, I think all albums, when they get around the three-quarter mark, they're always a... That's usually if an album gets iffy, it's around the three-quarter mark, I find just that kind of that kind of where it starts to get a little bit saggy towards the the later middle. Well, uh, for, for me it's uh that's the only part of the record where it feels like he's leaning into uh, a comedic alter ego.
0: It's like that faux nostalgia. It seems. You know, like yeah. that's where I think yeah. he's leaning into it is it's it's obviously trying to do like a surf early rock and roll kind of thing that in a Mm -hmm. somewhat silly way. Like, I'm listening to that, my notes are Zappa-esque. Because, you know, a lot of Zappa stuff in the 70s and into the 80s was that fake 50s rock sound, right? On
1: purpose.
0: Yes. Uh, They could have removed this song from the album and it would have been just as good.
1: Yeah, I think you're probably right. It's it's not very... It, yeah, it doesn't quite fit. It's. It's. Um, I agree. I agree with that. Okay,
0: okay. Let's see. I'm going to ask you uh, Do you hear any Boz Skaggs in this?
1: Boz Skaggs. You know, Sometimes I don't know enough.
0: I don't. Man, but, like, uh, listen to. I know Lido Shuffle. Yeah, listen to an earlier one. Lido okay. Shuffle. Is, like listen to some earlier boss in yeah. the mid-70s. Uh okay. a couple of great records, not his first one. And then go back and listen to What the Brokenhearted Do. Mm-hmm. And there's a very similar kind of feel, mm-hmm. r and feel to it, like that r and folk rock feel, and that's very cool. Uh, now, were you a fan of Heidecker and Wood?
1: I never listened to it.
0: You never listened I... to Starting From Nowhere? No. Ooh. I held off
1: I held off on 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 some on Timmy Heidecker's other musical stuff really because I felt it was more doing. Co- I don't actually listen or or watch that much comedy anymore because you know yeah. you, you're if you're if you're out doing it or thinking about it so much during a week, then I usually actually gravitate towards just other things. So you know, listening to comedy music was. It kind of didn't have much of an escape element to me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of held off on that, but when I heard... Uh, when, Like I said, when I heard the single, When I Get Up, I thought... It intrigued me a little more because I thought, Oh, he's really playing it straight. He's really just making... Uh, just making an album.
0: Yeah. Um, it- it's interesting you bring up the concept of escaping right as performers like you get like when i'm watching live comedy from like great live comedy and Mm -hmm. that can be at any level that can be open mic amateur shows you know at any level if you you can see if something's like really good to watch Mm -hmm. but uh when i'm at home looking for entertainment very rarely do i put on a comedy special.
1: Yeah, I rarely ever. Uh, and that's and that's the only thing about starting comedy that I that I I do kind of uh, regret. The it's pretty much the only thing is that um, apart from my set four months ago at the Ha Ha Hut was uh, that um, I don't w- really enjoy comedy that much anymore. Yeah, it, it's sucks. just. It, yeah, I do, I do kind of miss just. Goofing off and watching an Austin Powers or a Pink Panther movie. Oh, but
0: Austin I, Powers is so
1: fucking funny. Austin Powers is
0: <laughs> fantastic.
1: <laughs> it makes me very happy. <laughs> I I went down <laughs> I went down a rabbit hole on YouTube the other day just watching the intros from the Austin Powers movie. Oh. And I was just smiling my head off. Those movies are just just joy. Just, are you a,
0: a Burt Baccarat fan?
1: I love Burt Baccarat. It's the uh, yeah. I love Burt Bacharach.
0: Do you like the album he won uh, an Academy or the song he won an Academy Award for?
1: Is that Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head?
0: No, uh, the one I'm thinking of is the Arthur's theme. The did one he write? Yeah, he wrote it with um, Christopher Cross. It. Christopher Cross and Carol Bayer Sager. Yeah. Oh,
1: Carol Bayer Sager did the lyrics, didn't she? And he did the melody.
0: Yeah, and then Christopher Cross sang it.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Imagine being Christopher Cross.
1: Yeah, just getting up and being Christopher Cross.
0: Think, wow, I'm not relevant.
1: But someone has a tattoo of me somewhere. <laughs> and that someone's name is Sam Tawny.
0: <laughs> yes, I, he also has five Grammys to go home to. Well, there you go. Which is pretty amazing. Um, yeah. Harris... This is a great record to pick. I'm going to recommend you check out Starting From Nowhere, the Heidecker and Wood album that came out in 2011. This is pre- 2011? Yeah, pre-Us Doing Comedy. I remember when this came out. And this is my reference point for Tim Heidecker playing music.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: This is comedy music but the music is taken seriously. Yes. Uh, And in that respect, I see a lot of it like how you treat comedy and musical comedy, right? Like the music matters too.
1: (sighs) Yes. Well, I love music and I want it. And uh, well, thank you, by the way. That's very.
0: It's true. I, I, I mean that sincerely. Yeah,
1: well, I've thought about you know, I I do I've, I have always wanted to make an album, and I think this this record kind of has inspired me to try to just push it if I and try to actually just make a, a straight album and just
0: yeah even just if it's down and
1: everything yeah even if it's goofy and and, and it sounds hokey and whatever then whatever that, that's well, what I like about Tim one yeah. of the things I like about Tim Heidegger is just he just puts it out there he doesn't really care yeah. what people think about it if they love it if they hate it he just is kind of a content machine, and uh, he just puts it out there.
0: If you are inspired to create a straight music record, uh, I can't wait to hear it. Uh, Yeah, and you should finish
1: that opera about Dom DeLuise that you've always been talking about. It's
0: about Paul Perdom. Oh, sorry. Jesus Christ, get it right. What uh, what was the last movie you watched?
1: Oh my gosh. Last movie I watched. Oh, I watched that... uh, Clint Eastwood movie, Richard Jewell, with my folks.
0: Richard Jewell.
1: Richard Jewell.
0: Yeah, yeah, like the jewel. <laughs> uh, I, I don't fucking know anything.
1: I don't know. That's so funny.
0: I uh, <laughs> the last movie I watched was uh, uh, Lawrence of Arabia.
1: Oh really? Yeah, had you seen I it never- for the first time?
0: Yeah, first time I watched it. And oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It lives up to the Pornhub version. Hmm. Larry the Arab. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't in my pocket all day. Uh, since I watched it, it's fantastic. Uh, Joey Camiso, um, our fellow colleague, dear friend, recommended it to me of his favorite movies. There you go. I watched it, and the music is
1: awesome. Mm, yeah, that, that's that sweeping classic film score.
0: It is an epic, and in all parts, the cinematography, the performances, and the music makes it so. And I will say that Tim Heidecker's record, What the Brokenhearted Do, reminds me of that.
1: Of Lawrence of Arabia.
0: I'll leave it there. Thanks it. for sharing uh, your thoughts on this uh, record with me, with the audience, Harris. I anticipate yeah. we'll lose two of our four listeners.
1: Probably, but it was, that's okay. it, uh, it was a little weird when you wanted my exact geographic location, but i'm over I did it. not.
0: i did not want your exact geographical. all right let's not start what it town no, you're in. okay okay and it's right. not hard to say right. what town you're in yes. no one's
1: hurt yes. like okay. no one
0: wants to find you and kill right. your family right. they just all want right. to kill you all right.
1: yes well i don't blame them
0: i don't blame them either we're gonna do this again next week okay and we're gonna talk about my album
1: yes Yes, an album that you enjoy from the last five years.
0: Thank you very much. We're gonna turn the tables. We are gonna turn the tables. You son of a bitch! No, I can't pick like the 2018 remastered copy of White Snake's uh, self-titled album, White Snake, because that would be disingenuous to the rules of the game. Yeah. So uh, my the album I'm gonna pick is uh, John Bryant, local Vancouver. Don't spoil it.
1: Don't spoil it.
0: Why? Keep it Something a surprise.
1: To to. Keep it well, a surprise.
0: Very good. Then I'll just leave them with the artist's name, John Bryant.
1: Todd Bryant. You heard it, folks.
0: Todd Barnett. Uh, Todd Barnett right. Harris. I'll talk to you next week. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good day. Good night. Enjoy your Stay time. Stay safe. Don't make out with strangers unless you want to. Bye. Bye.